0: Father God, thank you for being our hope. Lord, thank you for being our rock. God, thank you for going to the cross to die. Thank you for Christ. Lord, just be with us as we look at your word and learn more about just the incomparable person of Christ, Lord. In your name, amen. Hi. Um, Thank you for being here today. I've actually been really looking forward to the next 10 minutes with you as we prepare our hearts for communion. Um, There are men with Bibles. Um, If you don't have one, uh, they'd love to get one in your hands. So just raise your hand, and they'll hand them out. This has been a tough week, hasn't it? We lost Matt Dodd this week. And I think many of us are heartbroken to not have that dear brother with us anymore. I know I am. Although we can shepherd our hearts to remind ourselves that Matt's faith has turned to sight, and we can take joy in the fact that he is in the presence of God, worshiping him for eternity, it's still very hard for those of us here, and we miss him. And that's okay. Over the years, I've learned how to shepherd my heart through loss, Nearly 15 years ago, Jenna and I had a series of pregnancy losses. And back then, I was lousy at shepherding my heart through loss. Um, Over the years, God has taught me how to do it. He's taught me how not to dwell on the circumstance or the why of the circumstance, but to look at him and remind myself of his attributes and what we know about God. As we prepare for the Lord's table this morning, I want to do just that. So let's open our Bibles to Colossians 1 and learn a little bit more about Jesus. We'll be reading from Colossians 1, verses 15 through 17. And so I will start there. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Unfortunately, we're helicoptering into this amazing chapter. In the verses immediately preceding this section, Paul discusses the redemptive work of Christ. He reminds us that Jesus transferred us from the darkness from darkness to light through the death of Christ on the cross. Then, in the verses following, Paul reminds us that Jesus, as the head of the church, conquered death and reconciled us to him through his blood. When Paul thinks of the redemptive work of Christ, he can't help but think of the preeminence of Christ. So when we look at, that, at this passage, we need to remember that too. And as we discuss and meditate on who Christ is, we need to remember that he humbled himself to go to the cross for our sins. But first, let's look at three ways Jesus exhibits his rank over creation. Verse 15 tells us something very important about Jesus. He is the image of God, and in this, he is the firstborn of creation. Christ is the image of the invisible God. F.F. Bruce describes this as Christ being God's perfect image bearer, And in him, the nature and being of God has been perfectly revealed. Paul goes on in this passage to tell us how the nature and being of God is revealed by describing Christ as the firstborn of creation. Firstborn is a term of rank more than time. Paul clarifies this in verse 17 when he says he's before all things. One of the ways that Christ is the firstborn is that he's before all things. But that's not the only way. Firstborn does not strictly mean that he is first, but it describes his right of privilege and priority. Jesus is the firstborn, the highest rank in all of creation. And this passage gives us three ways that he exhibits his firstbornness, or rank, over all creation. He is the firstborn in creation. He created all things. When this passage says all things, it clarifies so there's no confusion. In verse 16 it says, "...for by him all things were created." both in heavens and on earth, visible, invisible, thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. In some places in language, all doesn't mean all. All of the time, almost never, means all of the time. Washing all of the dishes probably doesn't mean that you searched the entire planet and washed every single dish. In fact, I bet you'd be hard-pressed to come up with a single example of when all has meant all, except here. He meant all things, in heavens and on earth, visible, invisible, thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. He meant all and then clarified it to avoid any confusion. Every single thing in the created order was created by Jesus. He is firstborn in creation. He is before all things. When this passage that says, before all things, it is referring to Christ's pre-existence. This is important in understanding the significance of who Christ really is in the created order. He was not assigned dominion over something after he was created into it. He pre-exists the created order and rules over that. Jesus came down from heaven to earth. He was not created in Mary's womb. He entered it. Jesus is before all things. Every single thing in the created order came into existence after Jesus. He is the firstborn in creation. He holds all things together. God did not create this world and walk away. There is nothing on this planet that surprises Jesus. As God has taught us, God has no plan B. Jesus holds this all together and is working everything in this world for his glory and our good. Jesus isn't surprised by troubles and then bends them to his will. He holds every molecule in his perfect will and controls for his glory and our good. So when we see a friend suffer, we can trust in the fact that if something better was possible for that person, it would have happened. We should not trust in the circumstance. We have to trust in the one that holds those circumstances in the palm of his hand. Every single thing in the created order is controlled by Jesus. Jesus is the firstborn. Over creation, in that He created it, He is before it, and He holds it all together. As I said at the beginning, this section is sandwiched between a description of God's redemptive work on the cross. The God that is over all creation is the same God that went to the cross to take punishment for our sins. Jesus' death on the cross was more than the death of a good man, it was the death of the firstborn over all creation, so that those that put their faith and trust in Him will have redemption of their sins. As we come to the Lord's table this morning, we need to remember that Jesus created, proceeded, and holds this world together. This is the exact week that God wanted every single one of us to have. We need to remember that the reconciliation that we have with our Creator came at the highest cost. And we need to remember that Jesus is the firstborn, the highest rank over all of creation. If you do not put your faith and trust in Christ and his death on the cross, we're glad you're here. But We would ask that you just spend this time thinking about how your sin has put you in opposition to the firstborn of creation. Please let the cup and bread pass by, because this is a time for those that believe to remember Christ and his loving kindness towards us. Men, please come, and you can take communion on your own.